our goal is for people to walk in with nothing but to walk out with something. Right. Welcome to the Jeff Mara podcast. Today we have a really cool guest. His name is Daniel Walker. He is the owner of the Bear County Bucks. It is a new basketball league in the U.S. It is called the National Basketball League. And the Bear County Bucks, for those of you that don't know, Bear County is where San Antonio, Texas is. And so that's basically where the team's going to be residing. Um, Daniel, thank you so much for joining me. Please tell me about the National Basketball League and how it got started. Yeah, so the National Basketball League is a, a global basketball league very much. Uh, there are different countries throughout the entire world that carry that National Basketball League, that NBL name. Uh, different countries like there's the NBL Philippines, um, NBL J uh, Dubai, Jamaica. Uh, we also have um, Israel. Canada is one of the more popular ones as well. Um, NBL New Zealand, they actually were on ESPN3 last night, mm. or depending on when they're watching this the other night. Um, and that's actually one of our partners. So uh, what we are is the National Basketball League United States, NBLUS. Um, we are in right now four different, uh, four different uh, states. We are in uh, Texas, we're in Louisiana, we're in Georgia, we are in Florida. We're looking to expand more as the years go on. Um, and uh, I mean, that's what we have going on. We had different partners with all these different countries, like for example, New Zealand. So a lot of the players you see on the New Zealand teams that are American, they came from our league. And all the foreign players you see in our league came from their leagues. So that's the kind of partnership we have with each other. And, uh, you know, it's, it's everlasting standing and uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. That's awesome. Um, so you said four states, but a state like Texas could have multiple teams. How many teams are in Texas? I believe right now in Texas we have, um, I believe we have six. Um, we have two in San Antonio. One's the Bear County Bucks. The other one is the Texas Titanium. Uh, they're also in San Antonio. And then we do have other teams that are uh, in Houston. One team I can tell you about is um, East Houston United. They actually were a former former ABA team that has now transferred to the NBL because they, uh, the owner, Kevin, found a better opportunity out here. Um, we do have a couple other teams in the surrounding areas, but those are um, some of the bigger name teams going on right now in, in Texas. So, yeah. So in the U.S., how many teams are there? About twenty? No, no. It's it's uh, right now we're at 12, 12 teams. Okay. Yeah. What is the caliber of the players? So let me answer that question by telling you where our players come from. Okay. Mm -hmm. We do get a lot of players that come from the college levels. Mm -hmm. These are the guys who are really good at the college level, but they're not quite there yet in regards to the NBA or they didn't make the NBA draft or so on and so forth. They still need to practice their craft. Right. So that's where they want That's when they come to us in the NBL. That's where a four-year college. Same thing for a two-year college guy, a, a, a JUCO, as we as we call it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they finish their two years. Uh, they're not quite ready. You have their basketball career. Hey, look, come to the NBL. Okay. Mm -hmm. Same thing for high school. We'll get high school players either fresh out of high school or even still in high school at the age of fifteen. Or, 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 um, or older. The reason why we do that is because, hey, look, there are some guys who, for whatever reason, they, college isn't for them, yeah. but they still want to go play basketball. 
if they come play basketball with us because of our sponsors, because of our partnership we have with the other countries, when another country sees their potential, they will give us a call and say, hey, I want this guy. All right. We call that guy up. We send this person, let's say, over to the Philippines. Once you play overseas in the Philippines for a professional league or really any country overseas uh, professionally for two years, you're now eligible for the NBA draft. Oh, that's awesome. So that's the kind of caliber that we have. Um, and then vice versa, players from overseas, when they come over here, these are guys who are looking to just get their chance inside the States. Let's be honest, America, or should I say the United States, is the king of basketball, yes. okay? These guys wanna just get a chance. We got some partnerships going on with a couple countries in Africa right now. I can't get into too much detail on that one, but where we got different leagues going to be starting up in there, we got a six foot, I think it's six foot seven guy or something along those lines, uh, a center in Africa. And he, um, he, he he's, he's, he's ready to ball out, he's ready to play. He's yeah. at least G League level. But because he's in a country like he's, he's in um, the continent of Africa and one of the countries in Africa is what I should say, right. we're going to give him the opportunity when he comes to the NBL to actually get some film on him, send him to a couple scouts on and so forth. And then after that, he'll be eligible for the NBA draft and we'll see where he can go from there, at least G League level, at least. Do you know that Austin Toros, which I would consider a minor league team for the San Antonio Spurs? Yes, I do. do. Is that a G League or what league is that? Would you say i believe that's actually i believe that's their g league if i remember correctly that is their g league um we are uh i don't want to say on par with it in regards of what we're trying to achieve because they're with obviously with the san antonio spurs we're trying to get these kids overseas so they can come back to the united states at a higher level if that makes sense yeah so we're there no competition with them right and i, I think that uh what you have is a great opportunity for people who don't want to go to college yeah, and, that's and it. Do, and do exactly what you're saying, to go play in another country. Yes. Uh, the Ball family made that very uh, – the Ball family, uh, if, you know, Lonzo Ball and everyone, mm -hmm. um, they have opened up that door with – widely with what they're doing. So I know they're not widely liked in some places. I got nothing against them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, haven't met the, I haven't met the people. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, they have definitely opened up the opportunity for uh, – for people to go other routes outside of college. Yeah, and I was going to mention them that I don't follow the family that closely. I mean, really, I don't follow them at all. But I, from what I have heard, I think one of their sons didn't want to go to college and he wound up playing somewhere else overseas. Was yes. he playing for an NBL team over there? I can't recall. I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. I, I want to... I want to throw a country out there and say a league out there when it wasn't that. I want to make sure I'm factually correct on that one. Right. So I'm going to say I do know that he went overseas and he's going to be probably one of the higher picks in the NBA draft coming up. Right. Um, you know, so, but uh, I can't, I can't remember what league he went to. I really can't. I mostly listen to sports radio on the, in the car. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I catch it on TV occasionally. And, um, you know, the ball family is a big topic on TV and, and radio. Where will your games be played at here in San Antonio? So our games are currently being held at the Antioch Sports Complex on the northeast side of town. I believe that's right off of Houston Street, if I remember correctly. Um, that's actually the facility uh, where the um, San Antonio Stars, the WNBA team, used to, play, used to have practice, actually. So we play in that facility. I'm told that's actually where... 
um, whenever a team comes into town to play the Spurs, this is also where that where that team will go to to practice before the game. All right. So that's what we play, Antioch Sports Complex. Okay. Um, when do you think the season will start? Do you have any idea with the COVID lockdown? Well, actually, it's funny you say that. What we have going on right now is we have a final uh, end of the year 2K20 tournament that we got going on mm-hmm. with eight of the 12 teams throughout the country coming uh, coming into town mm-hmm. uh, right here to uh, good old San Antonio. And uh, that's supposed to be taking place on August 8th and 9th um, at the Antioch Sports Complex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be starting at 10 in the morning. Uh, we'll start um, taking in fans at 9 o'clock. And actually, we just heard that we're allowed to have fans just so long as they are from one wearing a mask and which will be given away free masks, although that's limited, but we are be giving away free masks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are gonna have someone there who is checking everyone's temperature to make sure their temperature isn't too high um, in preparation of what's going on. So uh, that's gonna be taking place August 8th and 9th. And that's gonna be the end of the season. From that point, uh, we're, we're getting ready for next season, let this whole pandemic play out, hopefully favorably. Um, but uh, uh, get ready for next season at that point. Will you have to have people sit like six feet apart from each other in the stands, or are you going to have to? Yes. So we're making preparations to the best of our ability to make sure everyone does practice social distancing. The beautiful thing about Antioch is that there's seating downstairs and upstairs. Mm -hmm. We do plan on having courtside seating, but uh, this is where it kind of varies because if it's a family of four that comes in and we only have three seats, three seats, you know, we got to get that fourth seat in there and still make sure it's distanced enough away from the person next to them. So, um, yes, we do have to have some precautions up uh, to make sure that everyone is taken care of and stays safe out there. It's yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. I'm sure that you would do that. I was just curious because, you know, it's gotten bad again here in Texas. And I mean, even if you go to the Walmart or the store, well, not too much at Walmart, but most of the grocery stores or at least mm-hmm. Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. I mean, you got to wait in line yeah. pretty often outside and they're real like, you know, super cautious yeah, about that now. How hot it is right now. It's not fun. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is the price to go in and see a game? Right now it's only $10. It's $10 for each day. Uh, if you want to pay $15, I'll take care of uh, both days for you. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, if you follow us on our Instagram, there should be um, actually a discount for you as well. Um, military discount if you're uh, a veteran or in the armed forces in any kind of way shape or form one of our guys in blue um, you are going to be also getting a discount just make sure you tell the ticket people who you are and you're going to get a discount oh awesome how are you recruiting players for the league so a lot of our players on our team they were on our team for the last three years the bear county bucks have been around for three years this is our third year before we were called the East Side Bucks, um, and we were in um, well, we were in a league called the MPBL, the Men's Professional Basketball League, um, and then that league was bought out by the NBL. So a lot of our players actually came from that league, um, and recruiting really was a word of mouth uh, thing. But uh, now we're expanding out to get in contact with some of the local colleges. Like I told you earlier, um, we just got our, uh, we got a, uh, our head coach, Josh. He's actually on, um, 
on Fox San Antonio the other day promoting his mass business. Mm -hmm. uh, he owns a printing business. Um, he is also a high school coach where he's been getting feelers out there in the high school coach community. So mm -hmm. we got our general manager, Devonte. He's also been contacting different schools and different people that he knows around the area. Um, we got a number of people, some of our players even helping us, helping us out as well, because they just want to see the organization. They want to see the league grow. Yeah. So that's, that, that, that's where we do a lot of our recruiting from. That's great. If you are a pretty darn good player in your league, how likely is it for you to pick up a position in another country? Is it pretty easy? Or well, I'll put it this way. We are part with 12 teams. We are currently partnered up with 10 countries mm -hmm. and it's 10 right now. This time next month, I could very easily be 15. Mm -hmm. Give or take, uh, each country will allow two American players on each team. So you can do the math. Uh, ten, right now it's 10 countries, right. two players. Each team, each uh, league, I should say, has about what? Um, anywhere from seven to 12 teams. So you can do the math. As long as you're in the community, you're playing basketball, you're not doing anything too, too, uh, too reckless, you're more than likely going to get a chance to play overseas. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I may be biased. I, I don't know. I mean, it even sounds like I would be correct from what you'd said. I'm assuming that the U.S. still has generally the best basketball players on the planet. Yes. And so they're probably, you know, highly sought after in other countries. Yes, they are. That's why I actually once we finally announced this league, which actually was earlier this year, around February, we had a number of countries with the NBL name attached to them contacting us like, hey, we need to partner up because we want some of your guys because they know what they just like you just said, they know that. They know that a lot of the really good basketball players in the world come from America. Now, don't get it. Don't get it messed up. There are a lot of players that come outside the United States as well. Right. But they know that a lot of times they're going to get someone who can, as they, as they say, ball outs mm. <laughs> um, from America as opposed to overseas. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to be bragging about the U.S. It's just a game that's played, you know, a very popular game here. I mean, if you're. Mm -hmm. I would expect if I had a soccer team, I'd love a player from Brazil or Germany or, you know, mm -hmm. Spain or Portugal mm -hmm. the same way. It just people don't play soccer here as much as they do basketball or, or American no. football. Although it is changing. Soccer has become more popular. So just. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If this wasn't a COVID type of situation, what is the normal season like? You know, does it go from February to July or what? Are, what is the timetables like? We are the official FIBA Summer Basketball League. Okay. Okay. We start on the 1st of July. Every single, from here on out, every single, from now on, the 1st of July is when we start. If July, the 1st of July is on a Tuesday, the game's going to be the first game of the season going to be on Tuesday. If it's on Saturday, it's on Saturday. You get the point. Uh, we are the official summer league. So we, we try to play out our season um during the entire summer so we'll go into we'll, we'll go into august uh, like we're going to go into this year uh probably i believe around late august when we're going to be ending and part of the reason why is because if another country liked what they saw from one of the players in our league mm -hmm. more times than not their season takes place during the winter springtime 
Right. So it, it, it lines up perfectly to where when somebody finishes with our league, if another um, if another country, another team in another country like them, they can leave our league, go play in their league. And then no matter how they do there, they can come back over here for the following season, because by the time we get started, NBA is done. Mm-hmm. OK, NCAA is done. All right. High school is done. The only thing you have to worry about is G League, but more times than not, these players aren't going to be, well, more times than not, these guys aren't going to be in the G League team anyway, because that's already established anyway at that point. So, right. yeah. A couple more questions here. I uh, hope this is not too personal, but do the players in this league get paid? And if it, not this league, but on in other countries, if they do or do not, would they get paid there? So yes, in other countries, I will say off the top, of the, off the bat, uh, in other countries, yes, they do get paid. Okay, uh, in order for you to be eligible for the NBA draft, you have to play in an overseas country that pays you. Okay. So that that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, yes, we do pay the players. Uh, here's where it gets a little dicey regards to us paying the players. Okay, mm-hmm. there is a percentage of what the players get paid, but here's the thing: if we have a high school kid or someone who has the potential of going to the NCAA, we actually do not pay that player. Hmm. What we do is that the money that would be going to them goes into a scholarship fund uh, that will be given to them once they are accepted into whichever college that they decide to go to. And that money is going to be going towards books. It can go towards food. It can go towards, you know, they got to buy some clothes, so on and so forth. That way we don't mess up their NCAA eligibility because we know how strict they can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they still get a chance to play in our league. Mm-hmm. And they get the choice at this point. Hey, do I want to go overseas and get paid to play for two years and then come back? Or do I want to go to the NCAA and, pay, and play for, you know, whatever college has accepted me at that point? It's up to them. Right. So that's the beauty of what we do. So yes, the answer to both questions, yes. Oh, okay, that's great. I like the way you guys found a way around that. Especially about, you know, how you put that into a scholarship fund. Yes. Yeah. Scholarship grant. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go to immediately it's for college. So <laughs> Oh, that's great. All right. So what is the best way to find out about the team? What's the team's website? Are they on Facebook, Instagram? So we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram. The best, the probably the easiest way to get a hold of us or to find out what we're doing is go to bearcountybucks.com. Mm-hmm. Bear County spelled just like the way it is for Bear County, B-E-X-A-R, mm-hmm. County Bucks, B-U-C is in cat S.com, mm-hmm. bearcountybucks.com. You can go to our website, you can see our a list of our sponsorships that we have right now. And we have a number of different sponsorships from a company called Small Path Farm mm-hmm. uh, that does hydroponic um, monitoring we have different um, uh, nonprofit organizations we're working with, a new organization called Divine Equality that does cleanup around San Antonio. You can check out their website, information on the website as well. We have a security company named Nighthawk that does security for our games and most of our events as well. And they cater to other people if, if, need, if need be. Uh, we have a number of different sponsors working with us. Um, actually, uh, a printing company that we work with as well that prints most of, actually, right now, now. They print everything on our shirts and um, they'll be doing the jerseys because if a player decides to try out with us next year, they get a free jersey. 
So, um, right, it's kind of cool, right? Um, so uh, they go to bearcountybucks.com. We have our Instagram, Bear County, uh, at Bear County Bucks. Our Facebook, I believe, is still Eastside Bucks. We're going to be having our social media person fix that in the near future. So it's not under Bear County Bucks for Facebook. It's under Eastside Bucks. And we're still working on the Twitter and everything else. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, one last time. When, and we know that the tournament is at the, I believe you said the Antioch Athletic Center? Yes, Antioch Sports Complex. And that is this weekend? That is August. Oh, August. Um, okay, glad yes, I asked. August 8th and 9th. August 8th and 9th. 10 bucks to yes, get sir. in, 15 Ten bucks up. for both days, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Daniel, do you have any last message or anything else you'd like to leave with the audience before I wrap it up here? couple things. Number one, uh, when people come to the game, make sure if you are with the military in any kind of way, shape or form, uh, let us know because we're going to be giving you a discount. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, for one of our games, uh, assuming we win the first round of the tournament for our second game, we're going to be wearing um, a tribute to our armed forces with a camo uh, yellow and brown uh jersey that's going to be to pay tribute to our armed forces there will be a tribute that will be paid to kobe uh, make sure you guys bring come in empty because there's going to be stuff that you guys can win people will be able to win uh our goal is for people to walk in with nothing but to walk out with something if nothing more than a brand new mask that they can use okay um, but we, hope, we do plan on having giveaways we do plan on having a kobe giveaway as well um and I also wanted to say, hey, look, thank you for bringing me on. I really appreciate this, Jeffrey. I really do. <laughs> thank, you. thank you very much. All right, Daniel, I wish you massive success with the team. I hope you have a great tournament and um, have a great evening, bud. Hey, thank you so much, Jeffrey. Hey, let's do it again sometime, yeah? Yeah, anytime. <laughs>